before I get into this chapter on how to design a perfect script verbally, I want you to understand that this may be something that's easier to learn visually and seeing it written down is going to help you do this so much faster. So you probably saw this on the website salessuperstar.com. You may have been referred to that website, and this may be where you ordered this series from. On that website, you can see a multitude of perfect scripts with me outlining exactly the techniques that you need to use. So please refer to that and then listen to this chapter and use this as a way to confirm that you're doing things right. Designing a perfect script. Part of prospecting obviously has to do with designing a perfect script. Why do I have to have a script, people ask. It's going to sound canned. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I was out yesterday training some staff on prospecting. I went to nine doors for our company, U Weight Loss Clinic. I booked seven people to come in and see us. At the same time, I worked with a couple of our staff and witnessed a presentation go on. And I'm sure this girl was extremely nervous having the CEO of the company watch her do a presentation at the door. She didn't exactly follow the script and didn't have success. And then she went to her next door and asked me not to come to the door with her. And she booked the appointment. And then we went back to the office and focused on reviewing the script some more. If you don't have a script, you're more likely to sound worse than if you do. People say, well, gee, I'm going to sound like a machine. Well, you're not going to sound like a machine. When I go to the door, I don't sound like a machine. My body of my presentation is the same, but I still lead in with rapport. Whether I'm phoning somebody or whether I'm seeing them face to face to book an appointment to prospect, I obviously need to follow a script. I need it to sound natural, but it has to follow a certain format. There is a format to designing a script, and it follows the fundamentals of selling. You see, having a script and a format to your presentation allows you to be natural. It allows you to react to situations, but not take you out of the spectrum of the sales presentation and the format of the fundamentals that you're going to follow. If you don't have a script, the problem is you'll be taken way off base and you won't know how to come back if the script and the format are not completely understood in your mind. This is why going back and reviewing this online under how to design a script and understanding the format and then having a perfect script and making sure that it follows the fundamentals properly will allow you to be and sound natural and uncanned. Whereas if you don't understand the fundamentals, you don't understand the format, and you don't know your script to perfection, you're not going to sound good at all, and you're not going to seem like you're natural. First of all, I'd like to stop right now, and I'd like to say that if you purchased this CD series, series number two, which is how to prospect, present, close, handle objections, and take yourself to the next level, and you didn't purchase number one, which is getting started in the fundamentals of selling, number one is so much more important than number two, 
because the fundamentals are used in presenting, prospecting, closing, and handling objections. You need to know them. And when I teach you how to design a perfect script, and when you design your perfect script, you will understand that the fundamentals are so important in any script. When you're prospecting and you're using a script, you absolutely need to follow all seven fundamentals. You need to have body language, energy level right off the bat because if you call somebody up or you go to their door and you're seeing them face to face, you need to have good energy. Have you ever got a phone call from a telemarketer that had no energy? What did you do? You hung up. Did somebody ever come to your door to sell you something that had no energy? What did you do? You were busy. You were not interested. So you have to have good energy. You have to have rapport. You must have rapport. You need to establish rapport. You can't go into your presentation without any rapport. When I was out yesterday training, I said I got seven out of nine. Well, the one, my very first one that I didn't get was because I didn't have any rapport. And I hadn't canvassed for quite some time. I don't do it every single day, but I do like to stay sharp and I do like to get in the field and work with staff because it allows me to relate to staff a lot better and it allows me to stay sharp and without rapport you're not going to get the appointment if somebody calls you up and somebody starts off with how are you today nice day today good weather or sorry to bother did I catch you at dinner did I catch you in the middle of something if you start off well like that it's a great way to build in and lead into your script you have to have some rapport whether you're at the door or whether you're on the telephone now, one of the keys to having a proper script is you have to write it down, you have to read it back, it has to make sense, and you may have to adjust it. For example, yesterday, I improved my script over the time before, and it's possible to do this. My script got even better, because the more you do something, the better your script's going to get. Now, one mistake people can make is they can start varying their script so the fundamentals aren't in your script anymore, all of a sudden, you have actually taking yourself out of the spectrum of where your script should be. So let's understand fundamental number one, you have good body language. Number two, you have rapport. Now you're leading into your script. Well, you need to start off with third party. And what I mean by this is if you're calling somebody, you know, we're calling all of the selected people. You've been one of the persons selected. If you are seeing someone face to face, I always lead in. It doesn't matter what I'm selling. I always lead in with we're seeing everyone on John Street today. I give the exact name of the street and on my clipboard that I'm booking appointments with or in my binder that's open and they can see it, I have the name of the street written down so they can see this. So I'm leading in with third party. Everybody's doing it. Okay, people want to see that everybody's doing it. They don't want to be the only one. I also lead in with an initial benefit statement. You have to have an initial benefit statement. And that initial benefit statement, for example, with our weight loss product is, is that this month is health month and we're getting everybody in the neighborhood healthy. Well, that's an initial benefit statement. And in my initial benefit statement is a line of assumption. We're getting everybody healthy and that everyone includes the prospect. So that's an initial benefit statement. We're getting everyone healthy. That's also third party because we're saying everybody's doing it. It's assumption we're getting everybody healthy. You have to have an initial benefit statement. You also must show and tell. Part of doing a script in person, obviously over the telephone, you can't show and tell. But if you have someone in front of their computer, you're calling them and you want them to log on to something, again, 
that's a good thing. If it's something that they don't log on to, then that's okay too. You need to move obviously forward with your presentation with as much energy and vigor as possible. If you're over the telephone, you have to have that body language if you can't show and tell. If you are face-to-face and you can show and tell, you need to have your binder open. And for example, if I was with the weight loss presentation, we had an ad in the paper, I would say you may have seen our ad in the paper. That's a form of third party. If I was calling someone for natural gas appointments and I was calling a business, I would say right off the bat, if I was calling somebody for a natural gas commercial call and I had my approved reference list because you always want to have an approved reference list to call for third party, I would lead in and I would state several other businesses that have qualified. Hi, we're calling all of the businesses in your area. You may know business ABC and you may know business DEF and we're calling on you today as well to lock all of your prices as it appears that natural gas prices are going to go up with the hot summer and hurricane season coming. So again, You're giving your initial benefit statement, but you're also using third party. You have to use third party. You have to use an initial benefit statement if you're over the telephone or if you're face-to-face. You have to give a reason and create urgency. With natural gas, I just gave the reason. The reason we're calling is because summer is coming and it appears that it's going to be a hot summer. Natural gas prices are starting to rise. And with hurricane season, we're trying to lock everybody in to protect them. So that's your initial benefit statement. And that is your urgency is the same time. That's the reason you're calling, the reason we're calling. If you're at somebody's door, you got to give the reason. All right. There has to be a reason. People, when they see someone at their door, they really need a reason badly because they think two things. They think religious affiliation or they think salesperson. Okay, so again, these are the two things that people think right away. Now, the first thing that I do when somebody comes to the door, I say, I'm not selling anything, no religious affiliation. And I'm not selling anything. I'm only booking an appointment to come in. Then I will be selling them something and I don't have any religious affiliation. That makes them smile. I actually don't just say that. I say, hi, not selling anything, no religious affiliation, but I am a believer. And I get them laughing about that. And I am a believer, and that's my choice. And you may not want to say that, but I like to get some humor in when I call. Humor is a great form of rapport. If you can get people laughing and you can get them smiling, you can likely get them buying because those three things go hand in hand. Laugh, smile, buy. That sounds like a fair deal. Again, you have to create need and you have to build value. And this you do in your script. You don't want your script to be too long. Again, you have to write down your script and you have to read it back in prospecting this is very simple because generally your prospecting script is only going to be one to two minutes it may even be only 30 seconds but normally it would be between one and two minutes to be able to get in some rapport some third party an initial benefit statement a reason create urgency some need some value and some assumption you need to have all of those things and you need to assume the close I'm going to give you some examples right now. For example, with weight loss, I'm going to go back into this and give you my full script. And you can time this. Again, it's not going to take very long. My initial lead-in is, hi, how are you today? Not selling anything, no religious affiliation. Quickly, I want to tell you, when you go to the door, do not shake hands with people. Who shakes hands? Presidents shake hands and salespeople shake hands. And you want to be an inviter. You want to be an order taker. You don't want to be a salesperson. You want to be a friend. 
and you want to be soft. And as soon as you come up and shake hands, you're overpowering somebody. And you don't want to do that right off the bat. You want to ease in when you're prospecting. And this is the whole thing to ease in, to gain rapport, to be a chameleon, to get along. You've got to get along with people when you're making a call or when you're prospecting with them. So again, let me lead in and let's time this. This script follows all of the perfect techniques of a proper script to do a door presentation. 